I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 39 of the podcast. Happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please go smash that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the excitement coming this way here on First Class Fatherhood. Boy, isn't it an exciting week here. Got a nice topic of the day to get to. Going to be talking about video games today. I know that's a hot button issue with a lot of you fathers out there, so I'm going to get to that. And that'll be our last topic of the day for the rest of the week because I've got the week packed in with interviews here. The guest list that I have been able to put together is quite impressive, and I really owe that to all you listeners out there. I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. You guys have been awesome doing your part, sharing the podcast, spreading the word about it, providing me with some feedback. You guys have been awesome. So I want to share a little bit of the guest list that I've acquired here for the rest of the week. Starting tomorrow, if you've been watching the Little Big Shots with Steve Harvey, uh, you may have noticed C.J. Williams dribbling the ball all over the stage around Steve there. I will be glad to have first-class father, C.J.'s dad, Lefty Williams from the Harlem Dreams. He will be visiting the podcast tomorrow, so I look forward to that. Thursday on the podcast, I will have professional parent and history-making filmmaker Louis Morrow. He will be visiting the podcast on Thursday. And Friday... Got to get you guys ready for the Kentucky Derby coming up Saturday. I know a lot of you dads are going to be out there. You're going to be invested in this. It's the first leg of the Triple Crown, the run for the Roses. I will be having Hall of Fame jockey and first-class father Ramon Dominguez on the podcast on Friday. So please lock it into first-class fatherhood. You don't want to miss that. Uh, going to be asking Ramon about some parenting questions, but hopefully we can get his uh, Kentucky Derby selection. Maybe get the inside skinny there. So please stick around for that one. It's going to be exciting. I know a lot of you guys have been hitting me on Twitter. You want to know, you're dying to know the date of the Dean Kane podcast. Uh, I'm still putting together, working out the details with Dean. So as soon as I have him, you will get them. Also on the podcast in the future, coming up next month, I got the guy that blasted Osama bin Laden, Rob O'Neill, coming on the podcast. Uh, sticking with that Navy SEAL theme, I have... Kevin and Lindsay Lace coming on the podcast. Also, the co-host of Fox and Friends, Pete Hakeseth, will be joining me in a future podcast. So come on, guys. The list is getting bigger and better here. Subscribe to the podcast. Stick around. You don't want to miss what's coming up here. We'll be right back after this spot to talk about video games. Stick with me here. I'm Alec Lace. You're listening to First Class Fatherhood. Today's episode is being brought to you by Goliath Games. Goliath is the third largest game manufacturer in North America and has been one of the world's fastest growing independent toy companies. Goliath products now sell in more than 75 countries worldwide. Its iconic consumer brands range from Pop the Pig, Doggy Doo, Gooey Louie, Catch the Fox, and many more. Goliath is active in many other toy categories, such as puzzles, arts and crafts, outdoor activity, novelties, and more. Go check them out at GoliathGames.us. GoliathGames.us. Welcome back to First Class Fatherhood. I know graduation time is coming up pretty soon. Maybe your son or your daughter is graduating this year, and you're looking for a nice, snappy-looking tie to go with your suit, maybe change it up a little bit. 
Why not go over to WeAreDapperTies.com? Check out WeAreDapperTies.com. They got a wide selection of ties. Choose one that you like, and when you're checking out, put Father in the promo box and get yourself some free shipping. All right, let's move over to the topic of the day. We're talking about video games, and I know that this one is a big one with all parents. I think there's two main issues when it comes to the video games that need to be discussed uh, right off the bat. That is the amount of time playing the video game, and then secondly is the content that the kids are seeing in the video games. I I think those are the two uh, biggest problems with the video games, and taking the first one there... Now, first of all, I grew up playing video games. I grew up in the 80s. My first system was Atari. So I was there, you know, from the onset of the household video game console. I had the Atari, went from that to the Nintendo, to the PlayStation. So I went all the way up. They've come a long way. Obviously, graphics-wise, they've come a tremendous way. Now the games look so realistic. Uh, Back then, when we played the games when we were kids, they were so pixelated. But they were well-developed, I think, the games. They had some good, you know, some, some really good ones back then. They had a purpose, a goal. There was an objective. There was a, You knew whether or not you were winning. That's one of the big issues I have with my kids with their games. They play, they'll play. they play a game like this Minecraft, which seems very mindless. They just kind of wander around in the game and build things and destroy things and then keep doing the same thing over and over again with no end in sight. Like, it doesn't seem like there's any point to it to me anyway. I know a lot of people really enjoy that game, uh, but for me, like I, I would rather play a game that has you know a completion to it. Like I enjoyed playing Zelda. I enjoyed playing, uh, you know, Contra was a big one. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, select, start. You know, when you're playing two players, you get thirty lives. I remember that uh, to this day. But there was a fun game because you, you you had an end in sight. You beat the board after eight nine levels, and you could play the whole game in a half hour. And I think time. That's a big issue. Right, B.A., select, start. You know, when you're playing two players, you get 30 lives. I remember that. But there was a fun game because you, you, you had an end in sight. You beat the board after eight, nine levels, and you could play the whole game in a half hour. And I think time, that's a big issue with the games because today, these first-player games, they have such a good story to some of them, but they take so long to develop that you're sitting there for 20 minutes just watching a cutscene with some of these games, like a, a Drake's Uncharted those type of games, they're good games, but the, the cutscenes are they, they take so long. And if you were to play the whole game straight through, it would probably take you half a day to play the game. Maybe a five, six-hour five, six game, some of these games, to play them through. And some of them, even longer than that. So I, th- I think that's a big problem with the game, is that by the time, you know, especially our kids, we give them a limited amount of time to play the game. So by the time you set the game up and you actually do something in the game... An hour passes and you really didn't accomplish anything in the game. So I think that's what frustrates my kids with the time that we restrict them to with the games. Uh, and the other thing I know is the the, the violence in, in the video games is always a big topic. And, and for me, the first violence in the video games that I remember would be 
you know, actual violence would be like the Mortal Kombat game where you could you could put in the code there or you could do the, the secret finishing move like, like with Sub-Zero or something like that. And you could actually, you know, you could knock the guy's head off or slice the guy's head off and blood would spurt all over the screen or something like that. But the violence was more comical than it was anything to be shocked by that you wouldn't be able to go to sleep over. I never ever thought of it that way anyway. It was always just kind of like the scenery, just like the background. It wasn't, it had nothing to do with the winning or losing the game. It was just kind of like something you didn't really pay attention to. It was just a little graphic in the game. Now I know that the, the, the blood scenes and the violence scenes, they have gotten so much more realistic, especially in a game like Grand Theft Auto, where you can physically go and carjack somebody. It looks a lot more realistic what you're doing there. So, but I, I still don't, I know that they do a lot of studies on this and everything, the effect of these video games and the violence on of them. I don't really worry about that as much. I think you have to pay attention to what your kids are playing. I think as long as you're playing the game with your kids and see how they're reacting to it, uh, see how they're taking it, uh, at least be present with them if they're going to play some of these games. Like I, I've played Call of Duty with my two older boys, but we've really, re really limited the amount of time that our kids are playing video games. They don't play them at all during the week. They're only allowed to play them on the weekends and very restricted on the time that they get uh, even to do that. So it, just because, like I said, they are so time consuming, I think I think if it wasn't so time consuming, if they could just play a game, it'd be like 20 minutes and that would be it. And they'd be happy with that. There wouldn't be such a problem. And I think that's kind of where it was when I was a kid with the video games. You could play a fun game of Tecmo Bowl in 20 minutes and have your fill of video games and then move on to the next thing. You got your video game in there. It was, you know, something to do. You did it and you moved on. Uh, now today, if you play a, a Madden game, you can take you, like I said, you're sitting there for, you know, an hour a game. And it all depends on how much time you want to dedicate to the video games. My father grew up in the 30s and 40s. To him, the video games were, were very irrelevant. They just some kind of gimmick to him, you know. So for me, they're more a part of my, my growing up. So I understand my kids want to play the games. They are exciting. They are fun to play. Uh, they are imaginative. They, they they do uh, give you some problem solving. There's some parts of them that are that are good to experience. So they're not all bad. They're not all good. They said trying to find a happy time management of when they can play the video games or using them as a reward system as possible. We've tried to do that. You know, if you get the better grade, you get more more video game time. I don't know. What are some of your favorite video games to play with your kids? Mine, I love playing that Mario Kart with, with the family. I think that's fun. You know, we get the screens split into four. We get a little Mario Kart tournament. And, and I, I, I miss playing. We don't play them as much anymore when they first came out with the Wii, the bowling game with the Wii and the little tennis game and all that stuff you could do with the Wii. When that first came out, that was very entertaining and a lot of fun. It kind of had its time and really it kind of died out, I guess. You know, the novelty of it wore off like anything else. The only video games I play at all will be the throwback games. If I could play the Tyson's Punch-Out game or if I could play the old Zelda game. My favorite game of all time is a game called Solomon's Key. It was an awesome game made by Tecmo uh, back in the 80s. So that's my favorite one of all time. What's your favorite game of all time to play with the kids there? What are you guys playing? How do you handle... Uh, your time pressure with the video games. How, how are you handling it? What kind of disciplines do you have set up? Maybe we could all learn a little something, you know, share your ideas. If you got a good one, we're all, 
We all, I think, struggle with video game time. I remember talking with Sue Atkins, the parenting expert from London. They're struggling with it over there. It's, it's a universal problem. It's one we could talk about, you know, so hit me up. Let me know. Hit me on Twitter. Send me a private message. Connect with me on Facebook. You know where to find me. And uh, stick around, guys, because uh, we got a, a very exciting week, like I mentioned earlier, on First Class Fatherhood here. Going to have some exciting interviews coming this way. Tomorrow, kicking it off, we're going to have Lefty Williams on the podcast. So that will be very exciting. Talking to him about his son, CJ Williams, very talented. You've seen him on Little Big Shots. So we're going to be talking with him tomorrow. Stick around. Come on back. I will see you in episode 40. Woof, 40. From the little acorn grew the mighty oak. I will see you back here tomorrow. I'm Alec Lace. You're listening to First Class Fatherhood. And you may not always fly first class, but you are always a first class father. Tall as a tree, and it's all feeling so.